Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone. <laughs> we are in his presence right now. You may be seated. We have had such an incredible time here this week. We have danced, we have cried, we have ate, we have worshiped, we have prayed, we have ate, we have consecrated and committed, and we have ate. Amen. <laughs> this is such an incredible conference, and I, I don't, they don't make me say that. I mean it. This conference has changed my life again and again. And I'm just so thankful to be a part of this. I'm so thankful to Pastor Jason and Sister Holly, not just for the privilege of speaking to you all today, but for their investment in me for so many years putting up with me. I appreciate them so much. And he is a humble yet powerful preacher. And he needs to be doing one of these sessions right here. Amen. And Bishop and Sister Varnum, we love you. I appreciate you. I still say whenever I grow up, I'm going to teach and lead like Bishop Varnum. These are legends. Forget posters of celebrities. Get posters of people like the Varnums and put them on your kids' walls. They're changing the world. Thank you, Jesus. I do also, I want to give, I'm going to take about 30 minutes here and give honor. Not, not really, <laughs> but uh, it's the truth. I, I, I'm not worth shooting without all of the wonderful people that the Lord has placed in my life. And I give honor to my mom and dad, Randy and Susie Autry. You won't find finer Christians and parents. I'm proof if you'll keep on praying and discipline your kids, they might turn out all right. <laughs> And uh, my grandmother is in the house. Sister, Sister Autry, can you wave? I have a beautiful apostolic legacy beginning with Hugh and Mary McNatt, uh, stretching then to William and Sylvia Autry, my grandparents. And they were planting churches and having tent revivals when it wasn't cool. And I'm so thankful for their commitment to the apostolic doctrine. And Granny, we're going to keep on carrying it on. Thank you, Jesus. To my beautiful wife, the anointed Lacey May. <laughs> Y'all pray for her. She has to put up with me every day. Oh, my word. And she, uh, she, she prays through a lot of my pitiful messages. It's pretty pitiful at first, but somehow or another, she's over there in my amen corner preaching and praying with me and it's, she's powerful, and I appreciate it. I love you, Maylee and Sammy. I love my family so much. We are blessed. And to all of the great saints and the people of the Most High, it is a privilege to serve in the kingdom of God with you all. We are changing the world. You are changing the world. It might not feel like it in the moment, but you're changing the world, and we're saving souls. Let's, uh, let's stand to our feet, if you don't mind. We're going to read two familiar passages of Scripture. And if it, uh, some of you are moaning as you stood up right then, your feet are sore. I don't know how you ladies do it in those high heels. I felt like a baby walking around the gymnasium last night. <laughs> We're going to read from Numbers chapter 14, verses 22 through 24, and then Joshua chapter 14, verses 10 through 12. 
And if it sounds really familiar, that's because it's probably been read or referenced, I don't know, two, three, 12 times already this week. This is what it says, Numbers chapter 14, verse 22. They're going to put it up on the screen for you. This is what it says. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their families, neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land, and his seed shall possess it. I claim that. Joshua 14.10, Caleb said, And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years. And, and I'm going to skip forward just a little bit. He said in verse 11, And as yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now. For war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. There's a generation that's arising that's saying, give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Oh, I'm not satisfied with the status quo. I'm not satisfied with just having my own business. I want ministry. I want miracles. I claim signs and wonders. Give me this mountain. Why don't you stretch your hands right now and just grab a hold of the mountain? I know you're tired in your body. Oh, but your spirit's about to be refreshed right now. Go ahead and lift your voice. This is the best way to lose your voice right here. Come on, see it in your mind's eye. See that city in your mind's eye. See that ministry in your mind's eye. Oh, see that Bible study in your mind's eye. Let the Lord give you a picture. Oh. Yes, 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 we're going to do it. We're going to take it. We claim it in the mighty name of Jesus. Why don't you say it? I'm going to do it. We're going to reach it. We're going to do this in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I want to talk to you this morning about our quest for mountains and miracles. Our quest for mountains and miracles. Would you mind participating with me? I'm going to ask you to repeat after me. Say, our quest, our quest. for mountains, for mountains. And, miracles. and miracles. Our quest, our quest. for mountains, mountains and miracles. <laughs> Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'll probably jump all around here this morning, but that's okay. Hallelujah. 
while I'm speaking, I just want to kind of plant this in your spirit from the get-go. When I speak of mountains, I want them to represent our territories, our fields of labor, the ministries we are to start, the churches we are to plant, the new campuses of our existing churches that are to become. There are mountains waiting, Pastor. There are mountains waiting, young men and young women. This ain't about just coming to TTF to get your shout on for a few moments. This is not a place to come to. It's a place to go from. And we leave here this afternoon going after the mountains. Give me this mountain. When I speak of miracles, I speak of the types of ministries which we desire to have. I don't know about you, but I want miracle signs and wonder. You can keep your TED talk. I'll take an anointed word from God. Keep the sermonette. I want a moving of the spirit. The what is the mountain and the how is the miraculous. I can't do this on my own. You can't do this on your own. We need miracles, signs, and wonder. And they're not just supposed to happen at TTF. They're supposed to happen in West Palm, in Hollywood, in Dunellen, in Dade City. It's ours for the taking. I claim it in Jesus' name. I grab a hold of it in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In 1862, there was this thing called the Homestead Act that was put into place to spur the settlement of the American frontier and to tame the Wild West. And this was an incredible promise for so many. It was plots of 160 acres that were granted all for the small filing fee of $18. For many, it was the promise of new life and a fresh start. <laughs> but this was no easy task. This was no gimme freebie. <laughs> These people gave their lives and they committed not just a day, not just a week, not just a month, and not just a year, but they gave themselves. The promise was it's yours for the taking. And so these people loaded up in their wagons and they moved out west and they would claim land. They would plant themselves in a territory and it was told to them, if you will farm this land, if you will build that house, if you will improve this property, after five years, it's yours. 
Let me tell you what we are embarking to do. It is not easy. It ain't for the faint of heart. This ain't a trip to Disney World, but it is ours for the taking. There are some young men, most of my remarks today are for our young ministers, for the young ministers like myself. There are territories waiting for us young men, young ladies. There are Bible studies waiting for you in a community center right now. It ain't gonna be easy and it ain't gonna be pretty like TTF, but let me tell you, powerful moves of the Holy Ghost can take place in a carnal community center. We have watched as we've taught Bible studies in a community center where they're playing bingo in the next room as five and six people got the Holy Ghost right there in public. Is there anyone that's on a quest for a mountain? The Lord has showed you something. You feel it. You claim it. You want it. Come on, dedicate yourself to it. Before we leave this conference, we've got to have a made up mind. I'm gonna give you a couple words here. The first one, mountains and miracles require dedication. Everyone say dedication. It requires someone that is dedicated, someone that is committed, someone who is sold out, someone that possibly is a little crazy. <laughs> Dedication, it's a devotion and a wholehearted willingness to adhere or follow something dedication. What has happened here this week is some of us have given birth to a ministry. We have given birth to a calling, but now is the time to dedicate this thing before we leave this place because we're about to load up in our wagons and we're about to head on out to the field and the enemy is going to try to steal that promise. The enemy is going to try to take that baby but you've got to make up in your mind for this child what did Hannah say for this baby I prayed and the Lord gave it to me the Lord gave some of you some babies that little church that's your baby that anointing that's your baby that preaching point it's your baby and before we head out of this place you need to take that thing and dedicate it to the Lord Come on, Hannah, give that baby, give that baby to God. You can't do it on your own. You're holding the future of a nation in your hands. You're holding unlimited potential in your hands. But if you keep it to yourself, it's not going to come to pass. You've got to dedicate it and consecrate it to the Lord. It ain't your ministry. It ain't my ministry. It's the Lord's. Give it to God, give it to God. Somebody right now, you need to make up in your mind. I'm not turning back, I'm not giving up. Oh, oh. Caleb had a different spirit. You can sit down if you want to. Caleb had a different spirit. This poor man seeing the mountain, exploring the mountain. Uh, looking at the incredible possibilities of a mountain. Uh, but then that, that process to become 
starts happening and then suddenly he's forced to wander around a wilderness through no fault of his own through no fault of his own not because of his mistakes but because of someone else he's forced to walk he's forced to wander he's forced to wait circling by perhaps every now and then getting a glimpse of the mountain but I have news I've got a good word for you here today he never let go of the mountain as others were dying off as others gave an evil report he still clung to his word about the mountain seasoned saint veteran pastor I know it might not be what you thought it was going to be quite yet but you just keep on walking you just we ain't there yet but we're going to get there I ain't seen it yet but I'm going to possess this thing I'm dedicated to it I'm married to the mountain. You can't have it. Come on, lift your voice. Halala Mahasha. Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Give me this city. Give me that church plan. Lord, give us the lease on that building. Someone needs to get specific right now. What are you looking at? What's that mountain in your city? What's that mountain in your church? Lord, you see, we have a heart for the deaf ministry. We need you to help us. Give us this mountain. I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. The Holy Ghost is here. We're going somewhere. Mountains and miracle require dedication. But let me tell you what's going to help you with your dedication and your commitment. What's going to help me is whenever we experience revelation. I want everyone to repeat that after me. Say revelation. Revelation Revelation is to share or to reveal something. It's It's the uncovering of something. For some of you, it's already happened. But before you leave this place today... You need to get in this altar and bury your face in the carpet and say, Lord, breathe on me. Reveal to me what it is that you are going to do through me. Some of us here, what we need to understand is that God can use us. God is using Brother Robinette. What a great man of God. What an anointed ministry. God is using Pastor Varnum. God is using Pastor Kyle. But some of us common folks right here, we need to remember that God can use us. You've got to get a revelation. You need the spirit of the almighty to come upon you and open your spiritual eyes to what could be. In the name of Jesus, you need to see what could be. You ought to put your own hand on your head right now. I'm anointed. You're anointed. Come on, you need to pray that right now. I'm anointed. Some of y'all can't even get the words out of your mouth. I rebuke fear right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke doubt right now in the name of Jesus. 
you're coming up with the excuses. I have a speech impediment. I have a disability. I've got this and that. I am anointed. I am powerful. I am blessed. I am going to be used by God. Come on, you need to let God show you who you are and what you can accomplish. We are not poor and pitiful. We are anointed and powerful. Reach over, put your hand on the shoulder of, of someone nearby if it's appropriate. Loose them, Lord. Loose them, Lord. Young man, it's time for you to be bold. Come on, don't just pray, don't just cry. Lift your voice and proclaim in the name of Jesus, this mountain is mine. I am blessed, I am loved, I am powerful, I am blessed, I am loved, I am powerful, I am blessed, I am loved, I am powerful. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Yes, you can. You are capable of pastoring that church. You are capable of planting that church. You are capable of establishing a preaching point. You, oh, you are more than able. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Romans 8.37 says, and all these things were more than conquerors. You're a conqueror. You can do it. You can make it. First John 4, 4, you have overcome them. You are an overcomer. You are victorious. Come on. Uh, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Do you have the Holy Ghost? Do you have the Holy Ghost? Do you have the Holy Ghost? Then you have power. Pray with power right now. Prophesy with power. Speak to the mountain right now. Well, you don't know my problem. You can sit down if you want. You don't know my issue. You don't know my past. You don't know my learning disability. I don't, but I do know my God. And ultimately, spoiler alert, this ain't about me and you. I am nothing. I am a speck, but the God I serve. He can do anything. Uh, it's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by his spirit. It's because it's on you right now. What you need to start that new campus, it's in here right now. What you need to establish that community center outreach, it's in here right now. It's here right now. You don't need a million dollars in the bank. You ain't got to wait for a five-year lease. It's here right now. You need to step out and say, I claim these mountains, and I'm going to take it in Jesus' name. I understand there's the timing of God. 
I understand there's the waiting process, but some of us extend it beyond than what it really has to be. Sitting around waiting. Well, when we get that $5 million, then we'll start the Bible study out there. The devil is a liar. I got a Bible, and I got a vehicle to drive me to a community center. I can start having revival right now. It might not be everything I want to accomplish yet, but I can begin to take this mountain. <laughs> well, if I can just get a little bit better on the guitar. Oh, if I can just learn to, to preach. Oh, <laughs> Get better. Be learned. Be educated. But may we never forget that this started with unlearned and ignorant men. Get your PhD, but don't let that stop you from working for God. Uh, Y'all gonna make me read it, Acts 4.13. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant, they marveled. Look at this ignorance. Wow, they're powerful. Ah, you see that boldness? You see that anointing that's on them? Wow. Let's, let, let's listen. Let's get smart, but let's stay ignorant. Well, the economy says this, and the church strategy agency says this, and the book's on tape, and this podcast says that, and, you know, we're going to follow this model, and we're going to do this. How about we follow what the Spirit says? I can read, I like to grow, I like to be stretched, but listen, let's not get so smart that God can no longer work. Oh, Paul said, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration. You've got the power. You've got the spirit. Reach over, tap your neighbor. Tell him you got the power. You got the spirit. Oh my 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 my. Uh, 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 sit down, sit down. We're going somewhere. Keep that spirit of prayer going. We need a revelation of who we are and of what God is going to accomplish through us. I understand I don't know all the ways of God. I don't know what God will have me doing next year, but we do need to have an understanding that what God is wanting to do through us is way bigger than what we think. We do not need little vision. We need to release some young men and women and let them dream big. What, wasn't that a part of the Holy Ghost? They're, they're going to have dreams and we're going to have visions. Young people, come on. You need to get a dream. Forget Tesla and get a vision. Well, one day I'm going to have me a sports car. No, one day we're going to plant a church. Well, one day I'm going to have a million dollars. No! One day we're going to plant 12 churches. Has to reach over and pray over a young person nearby. 
Come on, Caleb. This is bigger than just your mountain. This is more than just your retirement community. Dream in the name of Jesus. Dream in the name of Jesus. Prophesy in the name of Jesus. What are we waiting for? The time is right. Brother Robinette told us it's time for the apostolics to arise. We've got churches to plant. We've got daughter works to launch. We got Bible studies to teach. We have souls to save and disciples to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Caleb. You got to see what could be. It's bigger than just your little retirement mountain. This is more than your vacation home. It's bigger than what we think, church. It's greater than what we think, church. You can keep praying. You can sit down. Do whatever you want. Uh, what, uh, uh, what was the mountain? What was the mountain of Caleb? It was Hebron. It was Hebron. What, what, what was the one that Othniel took for him? It was Deber. What were these places? Deber becomes a, 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 a resident for the sons of Aaron. It becomes the place for priests to dwell. What was Hebron? It's the place that becomes a city of refuge. It's the place where David would one day dwell as king for over seven years and the people would come and anoint him king. It's bigger than what you think it is. It's bigger than just us four no more. Your church is gonna send preachers. Your, your church is gonna launch missionaries. Some of you are gonna have church campuses in other countries. It's gonna be a place for the preacher to rest. It's gonna be a city of refuge. It's gonna be a place where kings can be anointed. Oh, some saw a mountain of trouble. Caleb saw a city of refuge. Others saw a mountain of ungodly giants. Caleb saw a city of godly kings. You might have the most run down, rickety storefront church right now, but you need to see what could be. We're gonna send pastors. We're gonna send pastors out of this place. This is gonna be a city of refuge. We're gonna have skilled piano players and, and musicians and we're gonna have preachers to help. <laughs> it's greater than you think. It's greater than you think. You can, you can sit down, you can stand. I gotta get, this is it right here. This is the word that's been burning in my spirit right here. You can, you can do whatever you want. I encourage you, you can sit, you can kneel, I don't care, but just listen for a minute. I already said it, but my ministry ain't my ministry. Your ministry is not your ministry. It ain't your little kingdom. This ain't Daniel world. This is his kingdom, his will, his way, his glory. I'm just the vessel. 
Stay with me for just a moment. I know, I know you're standing. Do what you got to do. Mountains and miracles require dedication. Everyone say dedication. Make up in your mind, young men. Are you going to claim that mountain? What if it takes five years till your pastor lets you preach? Can you keep praying if your pastor doesn't open up the pulpit? Can you keep teaching Bible studies? Are you dedicated to this mountain? Or are you going to suck your thumb and quit after six months? Give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Dedication. Revelation. You're powerful. You're powerful. You're anointed right now. We still got a lot of growing to do. The Lord's still working some rough edges off of me, but I'm anointed right now. You're powerful right now. Here we go. Please hear this. I'm about to say some things that's very strong. Please, please receive this in love. This is the next thing mountains and miracles require. (laughs) I'm going to use a word that we don't like. I could use impartation. We like that. But I'm going to use a different one. And the word is cooperation. I want you to repeat that after me. I know the words don't taste good, but say cooperation. We are going to possess mountains. We are going to see miracles worked when the older and the younger can come together. Young people, the older folks aren't against you. They're not standing in the way of your mountain. They're there to help you get up the mountain. Seasoned saints, elders of the Most High, these young people are not threatening you. They are there to assist you. Hear me, hear me. I want you to see this. I'm gonna give a word, and I, I, I am nowhere near an elder. I'm just a young kid. I'm gonna give a word to our elders, and I'm gonna give a word to our youngers, okay? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not being a smart mouth. I'm not trying to be rude or anything like that. I just wanna share with you what I've read in my Bible and what I've experienced in this ministry that I've been privileged to be a part of. This is what's gonna to have to happen. I want you to see this. For the older generation, for the Caleb's, Caleb is the older, Othniel is the younger. I want you to see this. Caleb, elders, the word is surrender. I want you to see this. I want you to see it. Caleb dreams of this mountain for 40 plus years, envisions his family upon it, prays about it, thoroughly longs for it, makes plans about the mountain, keeps the faith through the wilderness to possess the mountain, works hard, fights battles, does whatever it takes to claim the mountain. He does all of this, killing giants, digging wells, building cities, doing it all for the glory of God. Just like the elders in this room. You, you've been aged by the mountain. Some of you physically, you're aged beyond your natural years because of what you have given for the mountain. You saw the mountain and you hobbled your way up the rough side. You killed giants. You pulled down strongholds. You worked miracles. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But this is what I want you to see. The word for the Caleb is surrender. 
Because after he is in the process of possessing what he longs for, what does he have to do? Surrender it. He's got to give it away. Uh, he reaches an age where his dream is bigger than his ability. Some of you have God-sized dreams. You see churches all over your county. But elder, you're not going to be able to do it on your own. You're anointed. You're powerful. You work miracles. You walk with God. Speak into my life at any time. But you're going to need the strength of youth to bring it to pass. <laughs> so what does Caleb do? Judges chapter 1. <laughs> he says, I can't take Kirjath Shefer. I can't take Deber. I can't do it. <laughs> So I am so in love with the thing that I've been working for my whole life. I want it to succeed so badly. I'll give it away. Is there anyone that will take Deber for me? It's a part, Hebron was more than just a city. It was suburbs, it was villages, it was mountains, it was valleys, it was a whole region. But Caleb says, I'm willing to give my daughter and I'm willing to give part of my mountain. Some of us, the fulfillment, some of the elders, the fulfillment of your ministry is not going to happen through you necessarily. You will orchestrate. You will conduct. You will dream. You will pray. You will see and the spirit. And then you will send chosen young men and women of God. Surrender, surrender. What does Caleb do? Keep coming back. Gives away Deber, gives away his daughter. And then they come back because Othniel and, and what's, her, what's her name? What's her name? Somebody help me out. Axay, Axay. They, they, they come back and they say, you already gave us a city. Can we have a field? Now can I have a field? I want a field. Please, I've, I've got a vision of what could be. I want a field. I want, Dad, could I have a field? Bishop, could I have a field? Pastor, could I have a field? There's some springs of water. Can we have some springs of water? And the old rugged man, Caleb, who had given his life in pursuit of a mountain, because he loved the mountain, he said, take it. Uh, uh, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just a kid. I'm just a kid, but I know it works. I've watched it work. I've watched as my bishop and my pastor have surrendered portions of ministry. I've watched as, as they have surrendered me to a city. Believe it or not, I did a little bit of work around here. And I know that wasn't an easy thing to do, but Pastor Varnum reached a day where his love for the mountain was so great and he said, go. And we have not stopped growth. It has not hindered revival, has it, Pastor? God has blessed us. God has increased us. We have church plants everywhere. We've got Bible study lighthouses in different counties because there's elders willing to surrender. We're almost there, almost there. 
Young people, you don't get off the hook. Uh, Brother Klein that told us last night, they're not going to give you a mantle, a mountain, a miracle for free. Living in sin. Living like the world. Having an attitude every other service you come to. The devil is a liar. Uh, let me admonish the young people for just a moment. Here comes Othniel, the younger generation coming up. And they have caught, he has caught the spirit of Caleb. Another spirit is within Caleb. Now there's another spirit. I want that mountain. I saw what the elder did. I saw the anointing that worked upon him. and I, I want it too. Can I, can I join you in the pursuit on this quest for a mountain? I want you to see this. Young people, this is for you. This is a word from the Lord. The Lord dropped this into my spirit the day after Pastor Varnum told me I was preaching here. It came upon me and I just wept. This is it right here. I want you to look at the life of Othniel. He is the force of God. That's what his name, name means. Caleb's mean, name means dog. That's what he did. He worked like a dog. Loyal like a dog. Slaving away like a dog. But here comes Othniel, the force of God. Able to stand on the shoulders of giants. But what does he do? This is a word for you. This is it. Elder generation has to surrender. But the younger generation has to submit. You can't be a wild donkey bucking off of authority. Othniel, uh, Axey, they catch the vision. <laughs> Give us the mountain. We surrender to the mountain. I want you just to consider very briefly, and we're about to pray. We're going to minister, and there's going to be an impartation here right now. This is what has to happen. Othniel, who is he? Caleb's younger brother. What is the offering for the mountain? I surrender this city and my daughter, Caleb's daughter. I want you to see this now. Caleb is the father of Axay. Othniel is his younger brother. Othniel went from being his brother to submitting as a son-in-law. I know we've been bros. But because of that mountain right there, I'll become your son. Yeah, yeah. This, this ain't an easy climb, young folks. But I want to remind you, your pastor ain't your bro. He ain't your homeboy. He ain't your friend. And you are not on first name basis with him. You want the elder to surrender? then we have to submit. Submit means to bow. It means to get under. Othniel says, I want the mountain so much, I will position myself beneath Caleb. Uh, uh. There's the coming together, the older and the younger right now. Young person, you ought to find your pastor. If they're not here, you need to begin to pray for them in the spirit. I feel a love and a unity coming into the room. Church ministry teams coming together. Older and younger generations coming together. Ah, come on, you love the mountain? You want the mountain? Hebrews 13, 17 says, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourself. 
Come on, move, pray. Some of you ought to take a knee. You ought to put your hands on their feet. Uh, I wouldn't dare put my hand on his head. I'd put my hand on his feet. Come on, 1 Corinthians 4.15 says, you have 10,000 instructors, yet you have not many fathers. We need fathers. You need a spiritual daddy. We're on a quest for mountains and miracles. If we're gonna have it, young person, you've got to submit. You look sharp in your fancy suit, but can you bow a knee in submission? Can you put away the pride and lower yourself to their authority? Come on, younger. Can you give the glory and the honor to the elder? Come on, elder. Can you surrender the mountain to the younger? If we can come together, we will shake this world. If we can get an apostolic alignment, we're gonna take countries, we're gonna take counties. That's it, pastor, elders in the room. Why don't you begin to move and lay hands on your sons. Lay hands on your daughters. Even if they're not from your church. Elders, if you don't mind, pray for some folks. Young people, don't shake them around. Be respectful. Well, my pastor is younger than me. He's my buddy. No, he's my father. Well, we've always been brothers before. Yeah, but if you want the mountain, he's got to become your father. Come on, the Bible says the donkey sniffs at the wind, but the ox knows his master's crib. We need some burden bearers, some young ministers that will lift the load and move the mountain. Come on, go, 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 go. Walk in the spirit. Begin to minister. Youngers and elders coming together. This is what Touch the Future is all about. Past, present, and future all colliding for the purpose of God. That's it, elders. Come on, pastors. You've been in this thing for a while. Some of you are elders and you think you're younger. Come on, elders, begin to operate. Well, I'm only 40 years old. Come on, but you got a lot of miles on that ministry. You got a lot of miles on that carcass. You need to get out and, and transmit something in faith. Cooperation leads to impartation. That's it, go ahead, Pastor Kyle. Minister. Go ahead, Pastor Crosley. Y'all give your elders some room to minister. Give them some room to move. Uh, whatever you feel to do. I'll touch my bishop. All right, I will wash his hands. 
I will do whatever he needs me to do. Come on, this is it right here. 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 Come on, go, go, go. You want to take cities. You want to move mountains. I just gave you the key. It's cooperation. That's how you're going to get to impartation. You want that pastor to, 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 to trust you with a pulpit? Come on, go. Submit. Be trusted. Be loyal. Be there when he needs you.